Welcome to the Old Man Orange Podcast. I'm Spencer Scott Holmes. And I'm Ryan Dunnigan. And, you know, even though it's still Mario May, but uh, guess what? Something comes up here. Well, something that... I know I say this all the time. I feel there's, like, a lot of episodes we have where I start out this way. I'm like, well, we're blessed. You know, we're blessed by the good folks over at DC. You know, really, they're the new gods of this universe. Let me tell you. We asked, and the clouds parted. And from those clouds... Plus Justice League Dark, Apocalypse War. We are graced by the Almighty Ones every two months. But I feel like unless I'm... we get to Justice League, unless we get to like Justice League uh, versus the Fable Five. Like, yeah, yeah, okay. Every once in a while, there's a little pitfall here and there, and you know, and so on. But shit, I mean, it's just been just in this month. They already had that fucking Scorpion movie that came out. That it, it's titled a Scorpion movie, but it's really just like a Mortal Kombat movie, and it was so fucking good from the, the DCU crew. I mean, it looks just like a DCU movie. You know, it's got like pretty much a lot of the same kind of like you know, got Sam Register as producer and what have you on there. And then it was just like, yeah, totally fucking badass, as brutal and violent as can be. And it was just like, oh, this is already so killer. And then it's like, oh, guess what we're going to do? By the way, here's this new Justice League Dark movie, which I think it's actually kind of funny. They're like, this is the end of it all for Justice League. And it's a, it's a Justice League Dark movie. It's just kind of a weird way. You would not expect, if you would have asked me like three years ago, like, how are they going to end that Justice League series? You know, I wouldn't have gone like, well, it's going to be a Justice League Dark. <laughs> and John Constantine's going like to be the star. <laughs> I would have gone Justice League normal or like Superman or, or something Batman. like that. But I guess you could call this a – I guess – all right, let's 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 put it in perspective. I guess there's Justice League Dark, what the comics are, which is still a rotating team. Right now, Wonder Woman's part of that team and among other characters and, you know, uh, Detective Chimp for some reason and Zantana and John Constantine, Swamp Thing. And then you also have like the movie version – which the movie version was more pulling from um, the new 52 version of, of Just League Dark, but they changed some things around. But I think just to help sell that thing, like, well, <laughs> even though he's not really a Just League Dark member, we could throw Batman front and center, and he he's kind of like the audience member to some extent. And also on top of that, he dresses in dark, so, it, I mean, it fits. I mean, if you, if you suddenly made Batman part of Just League Dark, even though he doesn't have any mysticism, I'm like, you know, I could see him in there for, like, a run. Not the whole time, but I could see him in there for a run, you know? And then, so for this, when you have, okay, what characters do you have from Dark? You have, well, Swamp Thing for a scene. Uh, Zatanna. Constantine. Very briefly, Zantana. Etrigan. And then if you want to go by the rules this movie set up, Batman, so, you know, I think it's more than anything, they just probably use the name Justly Dark just as a way to, like, it's gonna have a heavy emphasis on Constantine combined with, um... It's Radar. <laughs> it's Radar, and it's very, like, bleak. Because I try to think about it, like, other than, like, those, there's other than those couple, like, Justice League, like, there was that one Justice League, uh, like, alternate universe, one by, um... What's his face? Bruce Tim. Yeah, the Bruce Tim one. Like that one was rated R, I think. That was PG thirteen, but it was, was still like R. Okay, because yeah. I say like I was I was thinking about I'm like, did they ever do a Justice League that was R yet? I know that like you know some of these other ones have been kind of R. There's been Batman's that are R's. There's been some of the side shoot ones. You know what? All I, the go ahead. I, as I say, I think that last Justice League movie that came out was R. Justice League Dark was R. Uh, oh, that's uh, true. The Bruce the the Bruce Tim one. Um, uh, versus Fatal Five, that was not R. That was PG thirteen. Uh, Killing Joke was R. Gotham by Gaslight was R. Um, there's probably one or two I'm forgetting, but uh, they're out there. 
Yeah, so I, I wasn't too sure if that was the case. I know the Suicide Squad one was like oh, a heavy Oh, Suicide R. Squad, yeah. I think that was the first one where it felt like, because, you know, before they they're like, it's R, but it's kind of like borderline R, and then I remember that was the one where it's like, oh, shit, this is like super fucking R. And a lot of people are like, you, you nerds know this much about this shit, but it's like, it's kind of, you kind of see the slow progression, because you'd watch these, like, oh, that was a little surprisingly violent for being a PG-13 movie, and then you get to Just League, Do- you get to Just League Doom, and then that, I mean, well, first off, Flashpoint, I was like, I'm surprised this is PG-13, but then Doom, they opened the door like, Cyborg said shit! Cyborg said shit for a second! And then they kind of slowly they throw like their one or their two in there, and then, and Suicide Squad, Hell to Pay... Right before he dies, Reverse Flash says, fuck me, and just falls over. So it's like, oh, we finally made it. And this one, they're just like, it's not like fucks every other word, but they're de- they're definitely cutting a lot more loose with the swearing. Was, they'd still, you know, be a little reserved. Like, what the heck's going on, Batman? Every once in a while. But then there's even parts where it's just like, it's small things. I, I know that probably most people would just, well, they wouldn't think much of it, but even like when Raven's like, oh, for fuck's sake, and then teleports them out of there, like, just something like that. It's like, it's a fucking mm-hmm. Teen Titan character. Teen Titans are targeted to be sold to ten-year-olds. Like the fact Teen that, like, Titans go, yeah, you're gonna see. <laughs> I, I doubt that. I mean, I don't know. I, I, if a, I mean, kids are more connected this day and age, and they know more of what's coming out. But I could still see them like, but mom, it's the Teen Titans Go movie, kinda. And like you know, yeah, you, you have like what Starfire getting like fucking disemboweled <laughs> at some point. Beast Boy died off screen. Superboy <laughs> next snapped. <laughs> New Wall, uh, new, like New Wally West, impaled off screen. We just see his corpse. So, <laughs> fucking Batgirl gets ripped apart alive. Yeah, and that's, that's like one of the most spoiled deaths. Yeah, yeah, spoilers. But yeah, that Batgirl one. I remember just like, oh, there's there's Batgirl. She's fighting along. It's like I don't think they ever really utilized that. Did they ever utilize the the um the Batgirl she, of Burnside? She, I know that like they had that appearance thing, but did they ever really have something that was like a big deal with that look? They they never gave her really a moment. There was a um, teaser at the end of Batman Bad Blood. That's right. And then she had a moment where she she basically replaced Huntress in Batman Hush. So she had one or two scenes. She kind of like fought Catwoman for a second, got Ben back to the cave. Like, all right, good. Get the fuck out of here till like the third act, you know? So, that, that, that's right. Okay, there she was there. But she's in this one. With just like six parody of just fucking jump on her and like just fucking just start tearing at her like a bunch of fucking like dogs going to town like on a bird it, that it, got its wing broken. And it's not like as bad as just like they crowd around her and you hear her scream. You, you see blood flap. You see her, see her arm like fling off. And like, like, Jesus Christ, you know? So um, I'll say this. I know we just kind of spoiled some shit for people. Sorry. Uh, yes, but ahead. It, we're, 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 we're going to talk about this like you already saw it and now you're having a conversation fucking driving home with your buddy. Well, I guess you wouldn't be driving home because I don't know where you're driving home from watching this movie in the theaters. Remember those days Maybe. when they used to show these in the theaters? There was, like, that split moment where they're like, we're gonna do a couple DCUs. Like, I remember they did that with, I think it was Killing Joke. And I was like, fuck yeah! And then that just lasted all of, like, a movie or two, and then I never saw that happen again. Yeah, I'd have, like, two movies or something like that. Um, yeah, this one... The th- let me say this first off the bat. I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. It's not <laughs> my favorite, but yeah. I definitely liked it. The only thing about it is, this is one of those ones where... The connected movies in the DCEU, they, um, or the connected animated movies, those ones, they, there are those ones that were, like, really good, but we just kind of, and I, I get it, you don't need the whole history of everybody, 
but there are ones that were really good. And then there are ones like, oh, that was fun. That, that, was, that, was, that was cool. I liked it. I wasn't blown away, but I liked it. And the thing about it is, regardless of that, you still see there's some characters you get a little glimpse of. Like, we get a glimpse of Batgirl. We get a glimpse of this character over here. We get a glimpse of that character over there. But even after all, like, what, this has been going on almost, like, almost 10 years. Not 10 years, but the connected ones have, been, have almost been 10 years. I think so, because I think Flashpoint was, like, 10 or 11. Yeah, yeah. So, from there, once they start to, you know, you saw Superman die and come back, and you saw all these characters go through something at some point, and then you watch this one, and then you see, like, yeah, Aquaman doesn't even get a line. Uh, Green Lantern gets a line, and you know what I mean? So all these can... You just Guy help. Gardner just gets a pass by. He's fucking dead from something. Yeah. Like, John Stewart, yeah. Kilowog, like, oh, he gets to fight him for a second before he gets his neck snapped, you know? So it's one of those things where, I mean, Kilowog's a character we didn't see up to that point, but still, it's one of those things where, you know, you kind of, like, it's a little kind of hard to... It, it's kind of like, I'm going to say this, it's going to sound bad for a minute, it's a better version of Ultimatum by Marvel. Because mm-hmm. Ultimatum, I'm not going to lie, I, I really like the Ultimate Universe of the Marvel, but Ultimatum was horseshit. They, I, I, Jeff Loeb, recently, I'm not sure how recently it was, but around that time, I think, maybe it was a few years behind him, but around that time he lost his son, so maybe he was going through some shit, and they're trying to be edgy and trying to be different. But freaking Ultimatum was just dog shit. And it was just... The artwork was good, but the writing in it, like, it was just one thing after another. Characters you watched and grew fond of this whole time died. And you're watching this the whole time. You're like, there's been stories in Justice League where they do something, we jump years ahead, everything's fucked, and someone goes back in time to stop it. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, is that gonna happen? I'm like, okay, okay. Something like that happens, so who knows it's gonna be all connected, but I get why they did what they did, because... By the end, it kind of just re- hits the reset button again, which is something they do in comics already. Yeah, that, that always feels like the comics, like, shit, our audience got too old, let's fucking restart this real quick. <laughs> yeah. Well, even like when even there's that part where you start realizing, oh, uh, Mara, Martian Manhunter, Hawkman, Wonder Woman, they didn't die. They just got, Wonder Woman gets her fucking arm ripped off early on yeah it's just like one of those ones i mean like they do say that those parademons not only are they like super enhanced apocalypse parademons but they're also infused with like kryptonite or not kryptonite but with uh superman's dna so they make them yeah like they're almost like a ton of doomsdays so it's like it gives a good reason to why these things because at first sometimes there's those things when you watch in these kind of movies where all of a sudden like here's your heroes who normally you know you know get through all these battles i mean not unharmed but you know it's not like that all of a sudden they're just getting taken out left and right just like like it's the fucking beginning of like saving private ryan it is kind of the beginning of saving private ryan and only instead of just nameless soldiers like you get like part member like the, most of the teen titans like the whole justice league and santana doesn't even have really a moment she has a moment with with john constein in bed then they get up and like all right let's go do this jump two years later shit's fucked and they have their flashback and she gets destroyed and they don't even show how she dies but you know it's not good no no none of it's very good not when a bunch of like parademons are fucking tearing you up it's not gonna be someone punch in the face oh she's down cool <laughs> yeah exactly and it's just one of those where it's just kind of like i guess it starts off to like shit there's apocalypse something we gotta stop them let's form a uh, you know an army some of you guys can stay behind but uh We'll send all the big hitters up there, you know, it's like Soups and Batman and Wonder Woman. And for some reason, they're like, you know what, grab that John Constantine guy. 
<laughs> yeah, he's an alcoholic yeah. and kind of an asshole, but bring him anyways. We only got seven seats here, but I want him on board. <laughs> Which sometimes does just seem like, not saying that the John Costing's not super powerful and so on, but he just seems like the kind of guy to be like, you're bringing that guy? Like, you know, instead of like, you know, I don't know, maybe some of the Greenlands, because all the Greenlands are just like fucking hanging out at Oa for some odd reason. Yeah, I guess the whole their whole justification with it is probably he's the best magician. He, he he might be have he might have healing spells. I'm not entirely sure how he works because I've only read him in pop up in other people's books. I've never read any solo Constantine or anything. And there's that movie, the other DCU movie, which I guess they had to make that to m- make him more relevant for this. Yeah, well, because that's cause that one's sort of that was the other R rated one. There you go. Yeah, because that was a big R rated one too, and. um God, that that, one, that one's amazing. That's I think one of the top tier of the Justice League ones. But um, Oberon, like I love Constantine. I don't care. Constantine can be in almost anything. I love that actor that plays him and everything like that. But it just kind of funny. It's just like okay, let's get this guy to go along with us. Well, if anything, he can be. I don't know. Shit, he can do some parlor tricks or so. You know how parademons are. They're easily <laughs> pull rabbit out of the hat. They're easily amused. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Duke, is this your? Is this your? Is this your card? <laughs> so his hands. Oh bollocks. But, uh, and then it's like, well, who else? Because it's like Hawkman goes up there, which I will say I love when fucking Hawkman gets turned into, like, the Apocalypse version of it because every time he shows up, all it is is hear that hawk sound like, He never even had a line. Like, I don't think he ever had a line in any of the other movies. It's he's just, just that like, There's Hawkman. same hawk sound, too. Like, every fucking time he appears on screen, like, I fucking was dying laughing. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, basically... I'm going to say the main team because like the four main characters of the movie is Superman with no powers. Like the whole thing with like Doomsday's like I could kill you or I can tattoo an S the Superman S on your chest with kryptonite so you can never do any super shit again. But you'll just not not enough to hurt kill you but enough to weaken you. And then you know you also have Raven, John Constantine, and Damian Robin. So it's one of those things where. It's such a weird, oddball team, but for the way these movies have progressed, that team makes sense. You know, I mean, it's ob- you know, you're gonna obviously say, oh, Batman, Wonder Woman, this, that, but I think this team actually makes sense for the way the story they're trying to tell. Combined with um, Superman, he was always just kind of a side character up until probably the last three movies, really, or three or four, because they had like he was just kind of a dick in Doomsday and like Doom. Uh, he didn't really, he was there in Justice League versus Teen Titans and other stuff. He was there and he helped and all that, but he didn't really have a moment until probably, uh, didn't really do a whole lot until, like, Death of Superman, Reign of the Supermen, you know? Mm-hmm. No, that is kind of true. They kind of did and now it's like, God, I feel like DC must be really pushing something big Superman-wise because it's like they had all those... Superman movies that came out like in the last year or so with like the death of Superman, reign of Superman, Superman, red sun shit. Even this one pretty much starring Superman. And then the next movie coming out is a Superman, like the, the man of tomorrow. And it's just one of those ones where it's like, what are they planning for Superman? Cause that's like, they actually, in a sense made the Batman just, just barely even appears anymore. Now it's just like, Oh my God, they're going hardcore. They're like doubling, tripling down on Superman. Well, they're probably like, you know what? Batman's going to sell. We don't worry about having to sell a Batman movie because people are going to buy a Batman movie. I mean, let's try and get people amped up for Superman and other characters are going to have down the pipeline. And um, Batman still plays a big part in that, but the whole thing is he's a, more of a villain because he's corrupted by the anti-life equation and he basically has full control of, Doom, of the Morbius chair. 
Which I think that's actually one of those ones, like, that's kind of a cool thing anyways, because you think about, like, if you have, like, the power and skill of Batman, but instead he's, like, you know, evil and so on, like, right there, that's just threatening and scary at the same time. Even, like, when he kind of makes, like, Lex Luthor, like, bitch down, like, when he shows up there and he's, like, eight times bigger, it looks like fucking, what's his name from, like, Star Wars Episode Seven or whatnot. Uh, oh, like, uh, Palpatine? No, well, not Palpatine, but, uh, what's the guy gets... The guy who, like, thought you're, he was going to be a big menace, and then he just fucking dies. Oh, oh, uh, Snoke, Snoke, yeah. Snoke, yeah, Snoke. He comes there just on his chair like, yo, Lex, you better fucking do this. You know, and at first it just looks like, oh, Lex just looks like a fucking, like, pussy. He's just, like, cowering down. I mean, I, I knew deep down, I'm like, no, he's not. Lex has got a plan going on. No fucking way does he not. I was a little, I was a little like, okay, he. I hope he has a plan, because there's no way he's going to be so, like... Uh, okay, whatever you say, Batman. You know, I know he's he's gonna do whatever he can to survive, but I know that he wouldn't be as weak as that. You know? Yeah, exactly. One of those things like that. But um, but the idea of just using Batman is like, hey, it's fucking Darkseid's right hand man is pretty badass. Yeah, and the thing is, um, it's it's own original story, but they pick and pull from different stories like this. I think there's Rock of Babel or something, which is the story that Grant Morrison wrote where. It wasn't all the same team or anything, but it was like the Justice League thought they're about to like they they did something and they did something and they thought they just won. And the next issue takes place like ten or fifteen years later. This person's dead. That person's dead. This person's working for Doomsday. The, the Earth has already turned into like apocalypse more or less. Mm-hmm. And then um, you find out Batman took the place of Desaad and he was working for Doomsday all this time. But he knew if he it even though he did all this horrible shit that he could basically have a chance to save everything if they could do this one thing. It was all like this equation he had in his head just for this perfect thing. And I guess this could be kind of similar because this is sort of similar to Flashpoint in that aspect. This is sort of similar to that story. If you look long enough, you could find enough. It it seems kind of like another, like, um, I don't think any of these um, DC movies have any of the crises from the comics other than crisis from infinite earths but that's more of just like a small little oh there's the evil versions of us that's not this and like you know like oh my god we're all like people are gonna be dead by the end of this yeah god that, that was one of those movies i remember that was also one i think oh no i'm thinking that one confused with injustice my bad never mind <laughs> but um but yeah no it's like they don't have one kind of like in that same sort of way and making it kind of lead up to this huge apocalypse type battle with dark side and what have you and then it's, like, that thing where it's, like, two years later, but it's kind of, like, shit, what we fucking do? And it's, like, Superman, he literally finds Ravens about ready to, like, fucking just commit suicide in front of the Teen Titans Tower. Like, what's the fucking point? If you don't have a team, you're nothing. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Superman comes Superman's by, like, like, you just need a hug. Like, yo, whoa, whoa, whoa. You just need a hug from a big, burly man. That's, that, that's what my dad used to always say. <laughs> to give me a headlock and try to make me wrestle you know, him. If, if, him and Ma had an argument. He just said he's going down to the tavern for a big hug from a big burly man. I always <laughs> wondered what that meant. He came back with bruises, but we never questioned it. He yeah. had blood on his knuckles with a shovel in the back of the pickup. But that was Pa. That was Pa, you know. Kept him in high spirits, I guess. <laughs> but no, he sort of saves them, and then they're like, well, shit, we need to go fucking find Damien. Of course, Damien's like in charge of the League of Assassins. And whatnot. I and mean, as they're there, they battle fucking Lady Shiva and whatnot, and some ninjas and shit. And then, uh. We, we even mentioned, uh, 
Etrigan is just like oh, yeah, not Etrigan. even talking. He or he doesn't rhyme anymore. He's just like he stopped rhyming. He says, "Oh, what's the fucking point?" And he just drinks. And like people will try. He'll go along. People will try to fight him, and he fights him off with ease, but not like because he's trying to fight him. They just attack him. He smacks him out of the way. Yeah, I just thought Etrigan's just kind of there. He's just like he's like that tag along friend with like fucking Constantine. You know, it's like. You think about that, like, I remember, like, it sounds weird, like, you don't see it nowadays, but it felt like when, like, in high school, remember that there's always be that, just that tag-along person sometimes? Like, you don't really, like, they almost just followed along, it's like, it's not like they really wanted to, like, do whatever you were doing, or whatever the group mm-hmm. was doing, but they just kind of came anyways, that's what Etrigan said. They had like. nowhere else to go. <laughs> yeah, just like, I got nowhere else to go, but I got, you know, a bottle of whiskey and a, you know, a leg of a turkey, and I'm set. Fuck it. <laughs> Yeah, and from there they just they're like, all right. Well, we also need to get John Constantine because he's the one who could find Damien. So that's the whole reason they go to him. And for some reason they're like, why is he? Why does Damien? Why, why Constantine run away like a puss in that final battle? And then later it comes out. It, it comes the reason why later down the line. But then as they're going and getting Damien, you find out that they every time they go to meet somebody or grab somebody. It all comes out as like more exposition of what happened over here in this battle, what happened in that battle, what happened to this character, what happened to that character. Shazam, you thought he died, but he didn't die. He just has he just now has like a laser leg and yet parts of the parts of the Green Lantern Corps are still around, but Hal's dead. I, I was glad to see Steel for a second, but yeah. I knew it wasn't gonna last. Well, I mean, I will say, like, in a sense, like, I do give this movie totally credit for, like, it does have a lot of fucking background characters, at least throwing a punch or something. I mean, maybe it's not the most exciting thing. It's not like, oh, shit, I kind of wish Steel was going to be one of the main characters. But at least the fact that, like, hey, he's there for a moment. Like, why not? That's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. And there's they make use of a lot of the, you know, because you have those characters like Superboy who... He was big in one or two movies, but we never really saw him again. Same thing with, like, Corey, um, uh, Starfire, and Raven. So it's, like, one of those things where, okay, all right, cool, they're bringing them back. Or I guess you'd say of the two Teen Titan movies, the two main characters were mainly Raven and Damien, really. Yeah, I sort of how they kind of focused on a lot more than anybody else. Mm -hmm. And Nightwing Nightwing was just tragic. Yeah, well, that way gets, like, impaled, and, like, Damien's like, fuck it, I'm taking him back, I'm just gonna throw him in the Lazarus pit, I know Dad said it's fucking dangerous, but fuck it. Oh, shit, it's like, he never came back, he's just crazy now, we'll lock him up in that pad cell, I'll bring him a meal three times a day. Well, I'm sure he eventually... was my brother! <laughs> well, I like how he just flat out said that, like, you, Damien, you couldn't do that, I was like, he's my brother. Like, I like how he didn't beat around the bush, like, he's, he's like a brother to me, or... My father trained him, too. He just fought out by... Because he always had disdain for Dick. So by that point, he's like, he's my brother. What can I say, you know? <laughs> he has disdain, disdain for, for Dick. Dick. <laughs> but yeah, just like... I can't raise you rat boy. It's like, well, this was like... <laughs> yeah, that seems like a Batman. That's totally a Batman thing, though. Like, but he's crazy. Shouldn't you put him down? No, no, no. That's, that's my boy. I'm gonna keep him alive till the day he dies. Alfred, you feed him, though. I ain't fucking clean that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> Make the slot small enough to slide a microwavable burrito through. <laughs> he likes those things, you know. I mean? He'll heat it off the ground. He doesn't care. He's crazy. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to make it nice for him. <laughs> he wouldn't know the difference anyway. The real trouble is going to be because he's in that straight jacket. The real trouble is going to have to be changing his diapers. But uh, you, you can figure it out, Alfred. Weren't you in the war or some shit? Yeah. Okay. See ya. <laughs> Put a couple of Xanax, shove a couple of Xanax in the burrito. <laughs> Take care of it that way. <laughs> 
But, uh, yeah, I guess that's right there. They get Damien on board, and then it's like, well, it's one, even though he fucking hates Superman, because he's like, Superman, it was your fucking idea to go to fucking Apocalypse, and if everything just went to shit there. He's like, well, I didn't fucking know. Shut the fuck up, little kid. Like, I was, what were you going to do? Whip your fucking sword dick out and swing it around? Yeah, I didn't see that fucking happen. Is that the same kid they've had for all these movies? Because his voice, man, it, you guess there's that age. You, you see a kid, you see him as a little kid, then all of a sudden six years go by, like, oh, my God, he's like... 18 now. Well, that's what it kind of feels, because you kind of... I think that's sort of how they made it, because, like, you know, when you first see Damien, he's, like, 14 fucking years old, probably in that first Batman one. And by oh, now... He's younger, yeah. Yeah, maybe he's 12 years old or something like that. By now, it's like he's, like, 25. It's just like, yo, what's up? Damien. Give me your fucking plastic toy gun. I'm throwing it on the roof. You don't deserve it. You're like, oh. Yeah, it's the same kid they've had for all these movies. Yeah, I, I can see that, because I think that's the whole thing, is that... They had all these actors, they all are the same, and I think also this is sort of like DC got to the point where like, okay, you know what, some of these actors have become kind of a pain in the ass, you know what I mean? Or not really become a pain in the ass, but like their schedules are like conflicting and so on. Like, let's uh, restart this whole thing so it just makes it easier on all of us. Because you yeah, know, well, after think... a while, that's got to be kind of tough, because someone's like, shit, I signed up for a Wonder Woman movie in 2012 and they still want me coming back. Well, well there's also those things that, like, they're the ones that, um, they're the ones that they did change around. There's a few times where Hal Jordan was voiced by, um, by, uh, uh, God, Serenity. What's his name? Um, well, those are all the pre these movies. He still voiced a few of them. Um, did he really? I, I thought he, um, Neil or, um, I always get him confused with the guy that plays fucking, um, Nathan Drake, Na- but it's not Nathan, Nathan Fillion. There Nathan we go. Fillion. Th- that's why I get other, confused. <laughs> yeah, no, um, he there it, it, he he rotated. They changed him out a few times. Because um, I thought he just played him on like those first two Green Lantern movies. He was in Flashpoint, and even though Flashpoint leads into all this, Batman's voiced by Kevin Conroy, and even though he that's still leading into this one, I think Tim Daly was still Superman by that point. And then a few of those, I want to say they changed Green Lantern around, and there's a few others where I think it's usually the same cast. But there's a few times they went back and forth. Well, I think with Flashpoint, too, they kind of, like, that's supposed to be, like, the old DC one, and then when Flash, when he could turn back time, when he does that, then it becomes, like, new fucking actors show up. Yeah, yeah. So, but no, um... So Flash is, really, at the end of the day, Flash controls what actor plays each character. (laughs) (laughs) I like his going to, like, the, alright, we're going into the uh, Warner Brothers, like, uh... The, the the DC Comics exec room, and they just have a little like spinny wheel thing with a fl- with flash pointing. Like, who's he gonna play today? <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, that's how you make the decisions around here. Like, yeah, it's a, we, we don't want to make it like as uncomplicated as possible. Well, that seems really fucking complicated, almost. <laughs> Rosario Dawson is playing Batman. Okay, Wait, what? Well, uh, she played her for Wonder Woman. Flash said, well, we already have her for Wonder Woman. I mean, Wonder Woman's in this movie for a minute. We could maybe get her to play that. Nope, Flash landed on it. So what can you say? Do, do you dare go against the great words of the Flash? No, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> he gives and he takes. You know what's weird? The weird thing is if, if Flash decides to take a personal day, you know who comes in to fill in for him? And I just think this is just odd coincidence or that he's just a jokester, but Flash Gordon shows up. It's fucking weird. <laughs> he doesn't have that super speed powers, but for some reason Flash thinks that it's funny that Flash Gordon comes in, and then it gets confusing which Flash you're talking about, because you don't want to make a joke half, against the other one. Half people don't know the difference anyway, really. They really don't. 
I, I used to have a Flash baseball cap, like Flash the superhero. I'd be like, Flash Gordon! Like, not going to bother explaining it. And that's it it's just I don't like, want to be like, well, actually, you know, index finger out. And then they just go like, oh, shit. You know, I wasn't going to beat contact. you up because at first I thought you were in a Flash Gordon one. You know, Flash Gordon's all American. Plays football and shit. But now that you bring up this fucking speedster bullshit, K-Rod, <laughs> what it's turning into. <laughs> Well, he's actually a police officer because he works for the crime scene investigation. Nerd! Damn. Don't you see us, I'm boy. <laughs> I just love how, like, Only one movie reason, cop like, I like, and his name's John McClane. I just love how, like, Flash Gordon's, like, totally okay about these guys. Like, oh, Flash Gordon, though. Yeah, but that's, like, in a weird fucking sci-fi mystical world. Yeah, but he fucking plays football. <laughs> Stop. That's all he takes. <laughs> I don't need to know anything more than that. That's how I, I was know watching, I can trust him saving the universe. I was watching like um I was watching Team America again and I forgot how funny that movie is, but there's also other things like just the small throwaway things, like the head of their team, it's just like star quarterback of the of like some like some small ass town in Nebraska. Like that was good enough. <laughs> <laughs> there's the guy who's always starting shit with Gary. It's just like, oh yeah, he was the be- he was the best martial artist Minneapolis had to offer. Everyone <laughs> they can get. <laughs> yeah, just no no question. It makes it sound high and mighty, and then you start thinking like, wait a second. <laughs> but um, shit, where are we at now? We're at like, fucking they get Damien and whatnot. Who else do they get after that? Well, is this when they go to the Suicide Squad next? Because that was like the thing. It's like, oh yeah, we need to get all the we need to get the fucking B and C list team. Well, that was cool because the Suicide Squad, it wasn't just like, oh, because the Suicide Squad's a rotating roster of like, you know, five to like seven characters. This was like basically a bunch of villains that got together, more or less kind of started a sort of resistance. And a fight and club. It was, yeah, and it was more or less like as many Suicide Squad characters. They had Bane, they had Cheetah. They had Captain Boomerang having it playing a big part, which was cool. Yeah, Harley Quinn's there, of course. King Shark. Other characters are there for a minute. I mean, there's like a bunch of characters just there in the background. And you know, not all of them get a moment, but it's, you know, it's overpacked. And you, you get to see Bane do some cool shit. You get to see Captain Boomerang. They really utilize Boomerang a lot, which I'm glad. Because he's always been one of my favorite DC villains. I agree. I think Captain Boomerang's one of the greatest fucking characters ever. And just well, like you we... think, oh, go ahead. Oh no, you see what you're gonna say first. I just like how they even acknowledge because you know there's a moment where Boomerang and John Constantine come into the room together, and there's they they acknowledge how like a lot of times Australians and uh, British folk don't get along, so they're just like, oh, this is like I, I, was, I remember what I don't remember what what um what uh um. But, uh, they're just kind of throwing different slang back at each other. Just slang from, from like, both their countries. And they just both ended on wanka. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, it's like one of those ones where it's, like, almost that thing where it's like, how can we have it where they're sort of, like, racist jokes, but since they technically come from, like, the same area, it's okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that's pretty much, like, that's, like, the last times you can almost do jokes like that. Like, in about five years, you won't be able to do those jokes anymore. And I, I'm not sure if, like, this is something they changed recently, but, like, I guess at some point, um, I mean, they, 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 they implied that he, that he fucked some kind of, like, supernatural creature that could take whatever form it wants, but, um, I guess at some point John Constantine fucks sh- uh, King Shark. 
Well, I don't know if that was what it was implying. It was like, because it said Harley Quinn, because then, like, Raven kind of says, like, she's like, oh, you fucking dated Harley Quinn. You're fucking gross. Don't you but fucking touch says, me with your adult hands. And well, then he, like, looks at King Shark again. No, but then he says, like, he's like, no, are you mad? He says, I'm not, I didn't date Harley Quinn. I'm not mad. Then it shows King Shark winking at him. Yeah, well, I was, I was confused by that part, because I'm like, well, <laughs> Wait a second! What the fuck? I was like, is this like a is this like an is this like a different version of is this not King Shark? Is this like a spinoff character? I don't know, like Queen Shark? Oh no, it's King Shark. Okay. Can we? You know, you know how we get those weird cut flashbacks that shows what kind of happened. I know that most people would probably be like, "Why are you showing this?" But can we just have a flashback of what happened there? <laughs> I could see. You know what? If you dabble in like mysticism and you're able to, and you probably have like you know orgies in the fifth dimension just the, in your own head orgies just to come back and save dimension. the yeah and I, I imagine that fucking a humanoid shark is probably not that big of a deal yeah I don't know maybe it's one of those ones I will say I like the way that they kind of dressed Harley Quinn in this one I felt like they gave her like the total like middle of the road like between like classic Harley Quinn and kind of like new Harley Quinn so it feels like eh there you go like you know what I mean like we won't piss anybody off I guess like, it is in, in, in a good way it's not middle ground, yeah. I still, I really like the Harley Quinn show on uh, DC Universe, the streaming the streaming app, because mm-hmm. she's written perfectly in that. She has some of that bouncy nature, some of that bouncy attitude, but she's still like funny and clever enough, and she's more akin to because you know some when like she just runs in the room like in, in Batman the Made series, she would have some of that kind of like hello Batman, hello Puddin, she'd have some of that shit. But it wouldn't be all that when you had other episodes opened up more on her, where that show does a good job of bouncing her out. And mm-hmm. this one, and I, for the DC Universe movies for a while, she was just like a sex symbol with like the personality of a coked out 14 year old. And now it's like, this one's like, okay, they found that balance. Yeah, I mean, she still is kind of, like, used as kind of, like, a goofball character in this one. Like, she literally is just, like, a lot of times, like, cartwheeling in, just, like, saying gibberish, you know? Mm-hmm. G- going along with fucking, like, you know, fucking Jabberjaw there and so on. I was going to say this real quick. Um, I was flipping through. I haven't had a chance to read through it. I have the IMDb open for um, Just League Apocalypse War right here. And I just saw trivia. One of the first things to pop up. I'm like, are we really this far along that this has to be explained? It says, um... It says, uh, which one was it? Oh, I can't find it. It basically just said, like, when she said, what's up, Doc, or IT a putty cat, or something like that, it's like, she's referencing Looney Tunes, which is also ran by Warner Brothers. It's like, are, you, <laughs> it says like, are we that fucking far along that we gotta remind people of that? What the fuck, you know? So then it's like 49 out of 76 people found this interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... I do like, I like That's like someone looking to reach. That's like I feel like that's the kid in the class who like somebody already made their point and he's gotta raise his hand and be like, But teacher, I have ideas too. It's actually a reference to Looney Tunes. Yeah, whenever like I see that like on the IMDB trivia, it's just like, okay, you're just filling up space here. Get the fuck out of here. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, Jesus Christ. You know, one of those things. But um I do like how how this kind of battle opens up whatever where they got Lois Lane fighting um Harley Quinn just like in a underground fight club yeah that part was pretty cool and I like how um 
It was just kind of like, all right, if you want to get the respect, you have to beat him. And I like how they made Lois Lane play a big part in this one. And even that end where, I mean, this this one does go for some emotional scenes, definitely does. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's the obvious ones where you just see people die, and that just seems more of like when you see, like, Aquaman die for a second, or you see some of these other characters die, it's more of like, oh, man, that sucks. But there are other moments where it's like, oh, that is genuinely sad. And there's the part where when it leads to, because um, Raven constantly has to push back uh, Trigon from breaking out, and um, out of that, I'm not sure if it ever happened in the comics, but a fight that I never thought of with Trigon versus Doomsday, or not Doomsday, um, Dark, Side. Uh, Dark Side, that's a fight I never thought of. I'm like, alright, 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 that's actually, that's actually a pretty cool idea. And at some point, because the whole thing is Superman, he's, even though he has no powers he's still basically being a tactician and just being like fighting however he can and once they actually get back to apocalypse and try to go up against dark side and the part of the thing is like if we can get batman out of dark side's army we'll have a fighting chance again because batman's one of the greatest tacticians there is so well that's what they get lex luther and you realize lex luther's been kind of like he's been sending lois lane all the extra information this whole time yeah and that's also why they get Damien to go back and get him. So, and I like how Luther, when they, when they go before they go to the apocalypse, Luther has all these, um, all these uh, like Kryptonian we- weapons. Now, like Superman's even wearing a Kryptonite suit. He says like Luther's just bragging about all the specs on it. Like, yeah, impressive. It was something you made to kill my husband. He says I was working through some shit. <laughs> yeah just like all this kind of stuff in there and whatnot and then it's kind of like for that point it's like okay we were forming up fucking teams you know we got our suicide squad you know which just has like you know a copious amount of members in it now obviously none of them were worthy enough to go on that first fucking mission that's i feel like they're they were literally like the fucking bench warmers <laughs> they were probably like little heroes only for this like well i guess this is all we got now right there's somehow some way joker fucking died i don't know how he fucking died in all this but uh, <laughs> shit something happened there you like they fucking I, batman fucking pull him out of his pocket like fucking peach when she pulls toad out and holds him out in front for a second <laughs> i well here's the thing I, I i like joker he's one of the best villains in comics but i see him so much this is one of those cases and he never played that big of a part in the dc animated universe or the, this version of the dc animated universe he never played that big of a part the only movie he was really in I think was um, Batman Hush, and he was just there to get the shit kicked out of him, play a role for the for Hush's the Riddler's plan. So it's one of those things where he never really played that big of a part in this particular universe. Oh yeah, well no, I'm not saying anything like that. I'm just saying mm-hmm. it's just kind of it's odd. You just don't expect them to just be like, oh yeah, by the way, fucking Joker's dead. Like, that just doesn't seem like something that, like, people would normally do. Because most of the time it's like, whenever they get a moment to use the Joker, oh boy, will they fucking run of it. Yeah, they definitely will. But at the same time, I could also see them being like, you know what? Let's give everyone who's... Because really, who's been... I mean, they didn't give Doomsday a moment. Not, I mean, Deadshot a moment. But they gave Raven a moment. They gave Superman a moment. They gave Batman a moment. Wonder Woman a moment. um, uh, Damien... Harley Quinn and Captain Boomerang, which represent the Suicide Squad movies. So it was kind of one of those things like, 
they went down the list and they gave a lot of characters moments. So if you give Joe, if you just like have Joker just passing by, and I almost think there's he's too chaotic and too crazy to really work with somebody. Like he thinks the idea of the apocalypse is being fun. He probably mm-hmm. likes the idea of that. He'll probably find it funny. He so you probably couldn't take him on a mission. There probably be you have to probably write against his character in order for him to be in in order for them to get any pro- progress. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no. I wasn't thinking of him being like like a character. Just I was just talking about just like how the fucking just was like yeah, he fucking died. Don't question it. Yeah, don't fucking question it. Yeah, he's fucking god. You know what I mean? Steel had more of a moment than Joker. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Batwoman had more of a moment than Joker. Go figure. And for a moment, when I was like, when they they showed them all fighting, and you saw just one parademon swoop down and get and like get Batwoman, just like, I'm like, oh, she's probably fine. And then you see the other characters just get ripped apart. Like, no. oh, so that means that was probably her dying right there. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, those things and whatnot. But uh, it's kind of cool they form up like that kind of fat team. Like, so you got your kind of main roster of like Superman and Constantine and Raven and Damian and kind of Lex, even I guess. Well. I can't remember if Lex stays behind. But then you got the Suicide Todd team. And then they're like, well, shit, there's a third, like, pillar we got to go fucking stop. Because they got these things all on Earth that are just, you know, the fucking speedway for fucking apocalypse, or between apocalypse and Earth and whatnot. And then I like how Kazi's like, I got somebody I can go get. And he goes, I uh, just fucking, like, wakes up Swamp Thing, like, fucking, like, kicking the ground, like, you know, rubbing, like, some grass around. Be like, hey, get the fuck up here. And then, you know, Swamp Thing pops up, just be like, oh, fuck you, Constantine, I fucking hate your guts. Be like, yeah, 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 whatever, but guess what? I know you're happy that, like, half the humans are dead. He's like, yeah, fuck the humans, fucking hate the humans. Yeah, 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 I get it, get it, the humans are dead. Here's the thing, though. What's gonna happen when there's no more humans left and it's just these things? What? Like, yeah, you've you've been sitting here fucking right next to this machine this whole time and you didn't realize that this thing is a problem? Like, I don't know, I started doing my shopping there, you know, I just, it's... It's they got low prices. I know there's different. Vari- I know Swamp Thing's a character has been around since the seventies. So there's probably been different variations of him, but he's never. He he's at some point like you know been kind of like yeah the human you know I think more Alan Moore Swamp Thing is a little bit more of like yeah the humans will pay for their sins or whatever. But at the same time, he's never really been like so like oh what oh you can't trick me into that. But I think that's the thing. Anytime you you like have a big ensemble cast you just amplify that one character's you know attributes which is like a fucking humans always like throwing you know you know throwing like recycling in the normal trash and then like you know plastic in the compost you know so i feel like that this was them just trying to like really amplify that and you know just to make all the characters stand out more but he has a cool moment he has Mm -hmm. a cool moment i was just I was just glad to see Swamp Thing. Well, yeah, that's how I feel, too. Well, I think that's the whole thing. It's just, like, how, we, we just need to get fucking Swamp Thing activated. That, that's really it at the end of the day. Get him activated, let him fucking start impaling some fucking people with, you know, trees and branches and vines and shit. <laughs> I like what they've been doing more with him, because I, I, I like him being, like, an unstoppable force of nature, but I also like when they could actually make him a little bit more of kind of, like, he has a little bit more personality, you know what I mean? That's the Swamp Thing I like, where he's, um... I mean, I, I really like the new 52 Swamp Thing a lot, so... I mean, Alan Moore Swamp Thing's still amazing, but... So, so, I, mean, I, but I like Alan Moore Swamp Thing probably more, but I really like what they did with new 52, because he just has a little bit more personality, and he probably looks out for people a little bit more, but his main focus is still the green and the environment. So you, you want, like, the side episode where Swamp Thing has to go get a driver's license because fucking Chi-Chi doesn't want to walk home carrying the groceries anymore? Well, I wasn't saying that, but, I mean... <laughs> If that was, like, the next DCU movie, they'd be like, oh, shit, it's a Swamp Thing one. What's it about? Well, he's trying to get his driver's license back in. He didn't have one before? Well, he expired. 
Abby doesn't want to. <laughs> yeah, Abby doesn't want to. She's a, she's afraid of all the shit she gets for you know fucking a plant. So uh, he has to do the grocery <laughs> shopping now. Don't mind me. Just learning here. Is this organic? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, that was not the Swamp Thing movie I was expecting. <laughs> but it's uh, like, I, I prefer Trader Joe's, but Whole Foods is closer. <laughs> I don't like their prices, though. Yeah. Swamp Thing likes a bargain. <laughs> <laughs> I also like funny Hawaiian shirts. Just, just a thing. <laughs> it's my new character gimmick. <laughs> but, Tells uh, me blend in. Yeah, exactly. I'm one of you. It's just like, look, I'm in People Magazine. Like, Swamp Thing, he does things like you do. Oh, except for taking a shit behind the, you know, the grocery store. That that was a little <laughs> weird, but we thought we'd it's okay, it though. He said it's okay. It's going to blossom into like a uh, into a 300-foot redwood. <laughs> yeah. You know, the store owner wasn't very happy when he heard this. <laughs> <laughs> That's where Swamp Thing just then, like, shot a vine to the guy's head, walked out like, okay, day is done. Yeah, it's like, he's still, it's he's like still bouncing now. He's, he's, ha- he's having trouble bouncing out, like, when's a good time to kill, when's not. Yeah. He's trying. <laughs> I guess after that point, they kind of destroy all those fucking, like, you know, apocalypse fucking, like, speedways and whatnot. They're like, shit, let's go to apocalypse again and try this a second time. You know what I mean? And then... When they show up there, then all of a sudden it's like fucking Hawkeye Woo! fucking comes flying down with fucking you see all like the apocalypse versions of like Wonder Woman and uh Mira and Aquaman and even fucking Marsha Aquaman's Man- dead. I didn't even see you didn't even see Aquaman. Oh yeah, I guess you don't see Aquaman. No, you see Marsha Manhunter and he comes over on like fucking like the insect fucking legs, like he's almost like um Myra has like a snake tail or something, and I assume the Furies. I assume the Furies are going to be in there, but they're like, oh, these are the new Furies. Yeah, I think that's I guess what they're kind of going with. Because that's every single time I would see something like that, I was like, oh, and it's like, oh no, 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 they're just going to do the thing where um, it's always going to be kind of like, hey, here's a Justice League member that's been you know conformed. Yeah, so it does that thing where oh, and Starfire was there, and um, oh, that's right, yeah, Starfire. It was a weird mix match team that they that he basically turned into the Furies. Um, it's one of those things where you see that, you're like, oh, Jesus, they really went out of their way and just... And it actually kind of link it back, because they kind of threw the foreshadowing for this for um, uh, Reign of the Superman, because they look kind of like Cyborg Superman, just the way, because that's how he, where he was created at in that version, was uh, was on uh, Apocalypse. Yeah, I, know. I thought that when I was watching that too. I was like, wait a second, wasn't that version he was created this way? It's all starting to make sense. So everybody's got the fucking little, like, red eye and whatnot. Of course, so they gotta fight them there until they get to the point where Constantine, for some reason, is like, oh, Wonder Woman's lasso, it's fucking magic. I can control magic. Mm-hmm. And then just breaks your spirit, be like, yo, worshipping these new gods? Fuck the new gods. Yeah, basically... And then she turns all the... She fights all of them. I'm surprised. I thought it was just going to, like, cut away to Wonder Woman fighting them. And then just, like, lassoing the last one. I'm like, well, got, got, glad we got that taken care of. But no, it shows her fighting them for a while. There's a lot of, like, punchy-punchy for the last, like, 20 minutes of this movie. Yeah. Exactly. You just start fighting there and whatnot. And then the rest of them go and go and fight um, pretty much, like, you know, Batman and Apocalypse and whatnot there. And, of course... Once Damien sort of breaks the hold on Batman when he falls on his knees, and Batman's like, "Oh shit! Oh, my parents being gunned down. Just my one weakness." 
<laughs> there's that, and then like, I'm gonna call. I I know why they did it. It doesn't didn't ruin the movie for me. I'm gonna call bullshit when, when and people are gonna say you fucking nerd. But when um, Darkseid tries to shoot Batman and then with his Omega beams, and Damien jumps in the way. How he doesn't die right there. He just like basically gets burnt really bad. Just like, okay, that kills like superhumans. And er like earlier on at the beginning of this movie, actually, how the fuck does it not kill him? He's like, oh, Darkseid will do a lot of things, but he won't kill a child. What? Yeah, maybe maybe Damien's been shooting up the Lazarus pit. Like, he's like, I don't know, Grandpa Grandpa was fucking into needles and shit, like in Stone's albums. Needles. He just he's like with a belt, like, all right. Just what Grandpa always said: if you dose yourself every day, it's you build up a tolerance. <laughs> fucking crank the Stones albums. It's okay. Go Sister Morphine, will you help me? Just race sitting down there, fucking like dosing himself, like. Talia's just like, like what's that? Like, oh, does the doctor have your face? Oh, my dad's shooting up again. <laughs> just, just don't go talk to him. He gets fucking weird when he's all fucking cranked up. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe that, that, that's my theory. I, I think Damien's been fucking shooting up the Lazarus pit, so he's a little bit stronger than normal. I, we could we could theorize that, yeah. I, I, I got I to make sense out of that scene and whatnot. Now, one thing I will say that I thought was, like, fucking amazing, another one of those ones that I never really thought of, but I'm like, I would actually like to see more of this, is when they get to the point where, like, Constantine's like, I got an idea, let's fucking take Trigun out, and I'll just, like, you know, tell him these guys, like, fucking, like, the genie, I'll rub his fucking lamp, and he'll have to do everything I say, okay? Plan? Let's do it. <laughs> and then, of course, that doesn't fucking work, but Trigon does the thing where he's like, oh, there's a vessel, and he jumps into Superman, and it's like, the idea of Superman Trigon, I was like, dude, that's oh, a I know. fucking cool idea. Like, you could have a whole arc where it's just, like, Superman and, like, fucking Trigon do the fusion dance, and I just think the idea of, like, you have Superman's, like, you know, Boy Scout kind of, like, things, and then Trigon just being, like, the, you know, the demon, and just having them kind of conflict with each other, like, that weird thing of, like, what's that character that's, um, I know this is, like, different, but there's, like, that one where it's, um, I think it's a Flash character, where it's, like, the flame one, where it's, like, the old man and the black guy combined together. Oh, um, oh, that's, uh, Fire... Firestorm. Kind of like that, but the idea that's just, like, yeah, you got Superman and, um, and Trigon, and they gotta sort of work together, but you know, it's like they're always conflicted on their views. I think that's just like, you could write books upon books on that kind of like story arc. I just think that was, that was so fucking cool. Like, if anything, that was like my ultimate takeaway from this whole movie. And I know that's only like a moment, because you know, he infuses there and then he fights fucking like Dark Side for a bit, but I was like, dude, that right there is so fucking cool. That's the, that is literally like the idea I won't forget from this movie. Well, there's that moment in, uh, just League versus Teen Titans, where he got the whole um, Trigun came out and got the whole like uh, got the whole Justice League, and Superman was part Trigun. You know, he had the four eyes, the skin was pink or whatever. But then this one, it just like it goes the full distance of he's got the horns. He gets a well, he already had the beard, but his beard turns more evil. He has like a flaming cape and shit. You know, yeah. I just I just like if, if you did it and it was like a fifty fifty blend. Where like they almost kind of had like conflicting personalities, almost like a like a Deadpool inside them, and then just like having to work with them, like oh that would be so badass. But whatever, he's kind of fighting there, which gives us like some cool scenes and whatnot. 
Yeah, and that ba- basically it's a bit a lot of like a big battle at the end. It's just kind of like, all right, well, we haven't really had a big Superman Doomsday. Uh, I always confuse Doomsday and Dark. I know who they are, but I always get their names mixed up. Uh, Dark Side and Superman. Yeah, they're all D's. Um, Superman and Darkseid just punching each other for a while with him is Trigon. They eventually pull, like, when some, then, like, Trigon's like, you know what? I'm not listening to you, fucking John Constantine. Just snaps his neck right there. I'm like, oh, fuck. They just do them like that? Okay. And then, and then from there, um, they have uh-huh. a big ba- battle, and then they separate, ba- they separate, uh, Constantine, they, Raven resurrects Constantine. No, 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 because... Because Constantine, somehow, someway, he dies, goes to heaven, and then, like, Zatanna's up there being like, yo, it's pretty cool up here. I, you know, I had to pull some fucking oh, yeah. cards to get you here, but uh, guess what? You're going back down. What? Like, fucking just big boots him down, and you just start falling. No, it doesn't happen like that, but, like, I don't... Zatanna just has, what, some fucking Jesus magic up there or something like that? Like, I can't remember, like... Yeah, well, she said she pulled a few strings, and she's something... That's the thing about Destiny, you just can't help it sometimes, said something like that. But then she also said that he didn't run away because he was scared. He ran away because she put a spell on him that he didn't know about. Like, she says something to him at the beginning of the movie, like, the very first thing. Like, says something, and you're like, wait, what? And he's like, I love you. Like, oh, yeah, I love you too, cool. And you find out that, oh, that was a spell that if shit went bad and she said it, he'd run off the other direction. So, and that was a plan that she and Batman came up with in case things were going to shit. So, Batman's like, alright, look, if things start to go bad, give him the puss-out spell. People are gonna think he's a fucking <laughs> pussy, but it might yeah. pay out in the long run. It's just like what John Cossie just probably goes like, for two fucking years, everybody thought I was the biggest fucking pussy. I couldn't go anywhere, I couldn't show my face. What kind of fucking spell was that? You could at least give me a forewarning to it. <laughs> Well, I think, yeah, the, the whole it's thing like, was... Like, you, it's been terrible. You think you, you're... I know you died and it was kind of instantaneous, but oh, I had to fucking live with this shite. I thought people... People would tell me about cyberbullying, and I thought it sounded like a bunch of shit, but after the last two years, I get it. It really hurts my feelings. <laughs> yeah, when everybody just goes, oh, fucking Constantine just fucking... Can't even swing his own dick on Apocalypse, I guess. There was a meme about me. <laughs> what does that mean, even? Can't even swing his own fucking dick. <laughs> yeah okay look i used to gotta make this quick but jesus isn't looking so let's just make this ha- let's make this happen real quick <laughs> yeah you go back uh fucking destiny and some fucking chinese bullshit you're out of here what bye and, and, then, yeah, and then he comes back and somehow somewhere even fucking cy- there's like fucking we forgot to mention but cyborg's there and he's like infusing a fucking wall this <laughs> remember like, laura came by she's like oh a cyborg i'm like yeah he's a fucking wall <laughs> <laughs> well, they also do this thing where he's like, he got taken down. He's basically the uh, program or the mainframe for uh, for for Darkseid. And I like how for a minute he's just really robotic. And then he's just like, oh, okay, I, there's still some magic in there. It's all technology basic. Yeah, well, it's different kind of, it's this technology that borders between magic and science. So let's see what I can do here. He's just like, can you do it? Like, like a like a test that I didn't study for, but I know how to cheat. <laughs> I also like. I guess it's it's like almost like Darkseid just sort of used a lot of these Justice League memories. Like, hey, you know what? Fucking utility companies are coming down hard on me. You know what? I'm gonna get some of this free fucking juice going. Okay, here's the thing. We're changing the whole mainframe. We're changing it over to this, you know, cyborg guy. That's what we're doing. Fuse him into the fucking wall. I don't not paying any of these fucking companies. 
No way is fucking IBM getting any more of my money. This is it. <laughs> fucking done of it. Okay, electric company, I ain't paying fucking shit. I'm going to get that Flash boy to go up there and just keep running. Like that part when they come in, they find the Flash, and he sits up there just like, just running fucking wide mouth, like... Like, he's been running for fucking two fucking years. He's, like, all kind of, like, skinny and shit. Like, he looks like those guys that, like, cross the Antarctic in, like, you know, six months or whatever the fuck they do. And they come back and they're, like, grandmotherly and whatnot. Like, the Flash is just <laughs> running and then, like, Superman runs over. He's like, no! And fucking stops the treadmill. <laughs> well, there's also that part where it, that kind of remind me of uh, Dark Knight uh, Strikes Again. <laughs> yeah. Because remember the they, with the government? treadmill. Yeah, the government had Flash for, He's like, a few years. got the short shorts on. Yeah. And then they <laughs> I have the know, whole... I remember that part more than He's like, Flash had those weird short shorts on. Yeah, it was a weird jogging outfit. Well, that's not even the one that, like, he was initially running for the government. That was the one, like, Batman, like, yo, I just broke you out. Here's your new outfit. I love how he's like, he was literally running for the government. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but I just love, like, the, I don't know what it was, but I just saw Flash around that treadmill. I was just like... <laughs> Just started laughing, so I don't know. But just like Dark Side's like, this is fucking great. I haven't paid a fucking bill in two years for the electric company. I told him to fuck off. They take my running boy? Oh, those motherfuckers. Don't you dare take my free electricity. That's his most prized possession. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't but, take the robot wall or the running boy. I, I almost wish Flash was just in a giant like hamster wheel and just like just like almost like a hamster cage just to make it even fucking all, like like have granny goodness thing. like fucking like taking care of him and so on in there too why not I'm guessing I'm surprised didn't see granny goodness or the rest of the Furies but I'm guessing they probably died in that battle or something but they had those little water drip things coming down yeah. for the Flash to drink <laughs> just like runs <laughs> over to it and then keeps going <laughs> keeps running just like. <gasps> For a minute, then like you know, when they have is it continues on though. Is they have that battle, and Superman separates from Darks from um, Trigon. Trigon, and Trigon like basically removes the Kryptonite from him, so he becomes Superman again. He says, "While I'm at it, let me give you your suit back too." I know I tried to kill you and all your friends a minute ago, but whatever. Well, I want to like, kill this dark side. Well, they have that thing where, like, because now Batman's back because once he, you know, realized that he's like, he gets this message from Lois Lane, and he's just like, and she's like, hey, could you program this message to Soups and just let him know what's going on? And he's like, yeah, here you go, Cyborg, fucking do this. And then all of a sudden it pops up, and he's like, oh, yeah, Superman, by the way, uh, there's nothing we can fucking do. The shield's coming down. You know, I don't know why you left me with the fucking Suicide Squad. Just fucking saying, okay, dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, dead. That's not, that scene actually was really legitimately sad. It, it, it is sad. a really l l sad one, and so on. But then it makes Superman just like, and he says he like because of force and control splits from Trigon, and somehow, some way, costume comes back. Would have been better if he just came out just fucking naked. You know, it's like sh like shit. This is the last one we're doing. Just have the fucking super cock hanging, and just like he fights fucking dark side bare ass naked. He just doesn't shoot laser from his eyes. <laughs> just, just saying. I'm gonna save it to you. Wait till it's done, animated, and you know, to the point where you're like, "Don't fucking change it now." We already spent too much money on it. You know, I'm gonna say it might be an unpopular opinion, and I don't really, um, I, I, I don't give a fuck about Darkseid. I never really cared for Darkseid. He's just like a big space douche. You know what I mean? He's not really much to his character at all. He stands with his arms behind his back, just like contemplating shit, like brooding in the darkness. I never liked that character. So I was okay. So, I mean, I don't mind when they put him into a movie or anything, but I mean, even when Thanos was coming into Marvel, I'm like, God, what are they going to do with him? You know, he's just the dark side ripoff. Like, Oh, they found something for him. That's cool. 
But this one, I was just like, what the fuck are they going to do with him? I'm like, oh, he's still the same thing, but at the same... I think he works, though. He's he's just, like, that all-powerful... He's more of, like, a force than he is a character. Yeah, I, I love how in the special features they're talking about, they're like, they're like, yeah, Jack Kirby, he saw the change of, like, that the 70s was coming, and he was like, you know, he hated people like fucking Richard Nixon and stuff. I was like, wow, I'm surprised they're saying that on fucking the Warner Brothers. <laughs> like they, they're like, yeah, you know, Richard Nixon was the enemy. He was, like, the evildoer and whatnot, so, you know, kind of like... He infused that and big business and all these people that were taken away from the little guy. That's what Darkseid represents. I'm like, wow. Represents yeah, I remember reading that, that Jack Nixon. Kirby. I remember reading Jack Kirby hated Nixon and that was his main inspiration for the character. Yeah. Which that was surprising hearing that at that time. Well, I mean, not at the time. I wasn't there for it at the time. But reading back, like, oh, really? That far back? Okay. I just thought it was funny, like, in the special features, because you know a lot of times they always have that when a movie pops up, they're like, yo, whatever they fucking say in the commentary, that that does not represent Warner Brothers. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like every movie's so fucking defensive. Like, we really do not trust that, especially that commentary where we let the fucking visual effects guy come on. God knows what he might say. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't been let out of a room in a year and a half. <laughs> I'm really afraid. I don't know why we even gave him a commentary track. We don't even... The thing is, in that room, it's not like a simple padlock on a door. We turn two keys at the same time. Exactly. Shit, we threw Brendan Fraser in there with him and stuff, and they just, like, flew off into CG land, shitty, shitty, bang, bang style. <laughs> but, um... But, yeah, I just thought it was just weird on that, because, like, you know, they always have that stuff, and just on the DC ones, like, yeah, the enemy! You know, pretty much, you know, Richard Nixon. I mean, I guess that's just one of those... Maybe it's just like, okay, everybody can kind of... You can, just, you can even talk smack about the president, and Warner Bros. isn't gonna care. Okay, cool. Because I just feel like Warner Bros. be like, yo, fucking edit that shit out. <laughs> yeah, I think this represents them, not us. We don't want to get sued. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... Oh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I, I feel like those all-powerful kind of enemies, I think that's one of those ones, like, you sort of... You kind of have to have them, I guess, because it's just got to be, like, the all-powerful into the end. You know, it's kind of like Galactus is another one. It kind of fits in that mm -hmm. same kind of category and whatnot. But um, I, I do always think that they're, they're never the most interesting of the villains. I feel like they're, they're, sort of, they're like a placeholder, you know what I mean? Like almost like a yeah. chess piece that you don't care for nearly as much, kind of, but like it has to sort of be there to even everything out. Yeah, that's kind of how I think of Apocalypse, I mean, of, of, uh, of um, Darkseid. Not a favorite character, but I understand why he's there, and if they're eventually doing you know him in a movie, I, I'd like to see him, because I, I, like, I know that a big, cool fight's going to happen because of it. Um... I'll say that this movie, uh, as it goes on, and then, like, you know, because at some point he was talking shit to Trigon, and Trigon's like, that motherfucker's, and they separate. Trigon's like, I'll hold him back. I'm gonna skull fuck this bitch, you know, and that's where from there on in they end up getting out of there at the last moment. Sacrifice is like, booyah, bitch, and blows up the planet. And that's where they're all on a rock at the, actually, Titan's Tower back on Earth. Well, and they're all like, Wait, no, I just drew a blank totally on that list. It was something that happened right before then. No, I don't know why. I just spaced out, but um, shit. Well, uh, there, there's just a lot of battle and stuff happening. The characters that walk out of that whole fight of, with, on Apocalypse are Batman, Damien, Raven, jo uh, Constantine, uh, Superman, and um, Slash. And from there, they're like, all right, well, what are we going to do? Because we may have stopped him, but realistically, he took so much of the world's resources and so much of its of the things that make the planet rotate that it, we're going to the, the, be dead within, like, 
20 years so it's it's futile what do we do and that's where like john just looks over flash like you know what you gotta do mate you're the running boy <laughs> i will say i, I thought something that was kind of neat but this goes kind of back a little bit is when fucking damien's there fucking burnt to the crisp and whatnot like raven fucking oh, yeah. uses her power and when she fucking heals him she turns into her old costume i thought that was kind of neat I don't, it didn't make any oh, fucking yeah. sense but i thought it was kind of cool I was like, oh, finally, because I always think that white raven costume that you see, like, in the 70s and 80s, I think it's always a neat-looking one. You just don't... They just, like, never brought that back. That is a cool one. I think it's one of those things that maybe because she was separate from her dad now, so she wasn't as haggard, so maybe <laughs> she, she was dark clothing because she was so focused all the time or whatever, you know? It's like Final Fantasy IV, when fucking, like, Cecil, like, becomes stops being the Dark Knight and he turns into, like, the Paladin and he gets, like, the white fucking <laughs> armor, and he loses that really fucking good attack that he had. That's all I remember. Like, the whole time, I'm like, like, it's supposed to be like he's better, but he's worse, almost, I feel. I mean, granted, in the long run, it kind of comes around, but he had, like, that one, there's a tack he fucking had that was great when he was a dark knight that just goes away, and you're like, that's fucking stupid. Yeah, <laughs> but I I'll take your word cool on that, that one. Like, that, that, like, um, yeah, she has the, her old costume and whatnot, and even, like, that part where fucking, like, Trigon's, like, fighting Darkseid and whatnot, and does, like, Cyborg, like, send to, like, the Phantom Zone or something like that? Is that what happens? Because he, like, he puts up this big old square screen-looking thing, and then all of a sudden, like, the planet gets sucked into it, and they all get sort of sucked into it. I don't remember. The, I think, they, I'm they not sure it's the Phantom it. Zone. They don't mention it by the Phantom Zone, but I just kind of wonder if that's what it sort of was. I thought it was, like, some black hole or something, or maybe the Source Wall. I know the Source Wall is where all the Doomsdays come, or Dark Sides come from. That's the thing that's an ear to my with Dark Side, because they come up with this convoluted story device where... Dark side himself is from like this very dark, 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 like evil corner of the galaxy. So, and he basically goes in and spreads to other universes all over existence. And basically, if one dies, another one always just pops back in. So that's so that always gives an excuse that for there to be a uh, dark side there. So can you imagine going through all that shit just for a few months later? Like I'm back. Like oh, god damn it. That's why I wondered if, like, maybe if you lock him in the Phantom Zone, you know what I mean? As long as I don't break free, like... Well, even then, even then, there's the one that's gonna come back. That's true. They, well, if you use those fucking stupid multiple, like, dimensions and yeah. Earths and so on. Or maybe it's, like, only if we die. I don't know. Yeah, it gets confusing, but, you know. Uh, regardless, by the end, they decide, like, you know what? We gotta hit the restart button on this and move to towards an optimistic future. It does the whole thing where there's a white light coming towards everybody and it just like and it ends and that's the end of I'll, I'll say this um even though i i liked it i kind of wish even though i know that th this is like not gone as long as like um say something like marvel or mcu i kind of wanted to see something more akin to like endgame not a three-hour movie but like something to the something a little bit more of like you guys did a lot of shit even though a few of you died, here's a little happy ending for you guys. You know what I mean? I wish it was something more like that rather than let's hit the restart button again, you know? Yeah, I will say that. That's probably about if the, the weakest thing, I think, to this movie because I really did enjoy this one. And I mean, like, I kind of get it. But, like, the whole time I was watching it, I'm like, I really hope they don't do the fucking, like, send flashback in time and let's let's roll the dice again and see what happens. Because, like, I don't know what it is. Like, that's something that kind of even – because even I'll say in, in Avengers Endgame, like, I will say, like – I know that, like, the time travel thing, people want that, but, like, I would have gave them so much more credit if they would have said, like, no, that's fucking how it is. Half the people are dead. Get fucking used to it. 
Like, I knew that, I mean, for a minute, I thought maybe that's what they were going to do with this. Well, that, that's what I almost thought. It's like, it would be kind of cool if they did kind of went ballsy. I don't really want them to, though, because there's characters you see that can be ballsy, but still ballsy doesn't always equal, like, a good story. Not all the time, because, you know, Aquaman was technically the main character of one of the movies a few back, and then suddenly dies unceremoniously within the first five minutes. Well, what I'm saying so, is this one, it's like, this is supposed to be the end anyways, like... Why don't you just say like, "Yo, this is just shit fucking happened." Like, this is this is just the world we live in, and we're gonna get fucking used to it. And like, instead of just doing the thing, like, "No, just send the send the running boy back." Like, it's almost like what well, was like maybe Damien doesn't want to fucking change. Maybe you know, it's like it's that kind of thing. Like, I feel like if you're a superhero, you should be able to take these tragedies like pretty darn well. You shouldn't have like that thing where it's like, "Oh, you know what, fucking." I know that there's that PS2 reset button. You know, Flash, if you can run fast enough and find it, just press that. Like. I think it would be kind of cool just to see, like, them go, like, you know what? We're going to have to live. Like, yeah, this kind of was shit, but here's the thing. There's going to be a future. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, let's fucking put it together. Like, and it's shit. If we have to get off this planet, we're fucking superheroes. We got fucking Lex Luthor still. Let's go fuck. Or maybe, I don't know. If we- no, he's dead. He he died with Lois Lane and the rest oh, of that, Suicide Squad. That's right. He died. Well, if, fuck it. Like, Batman's like, we don't need fucking Lex Luthor. I've been waiting for him to say and we got fucking me. Like, shit, we're going to be fucking living in a space colony next. It's going to be like aliens. You guys ever seen that movie? It's fucking sick. I don't know. I kind of like, I mean, I think depending on the story, I think if you're doing like a standalone story, like here's a what if of where a bunch of characters die, kind of like um, um, uh, Batman Last Night on Earth or Dark Knight Returns or Old Man Logan. If you're doing a what if story, I think that's fine. You know, this character died off screen, whatever. But if you're doing one where you've been following the characters for all this time and then they suddenly just die like it's no big deal, that's where it's like, oh, come on, guys. But they, I'm, I'm actually glad they hit the reset button because that means these – I don't think they're going to be all connected, but they are coming back one way or the other. And that's just a way to fit it in narratively for the comics for a reason for them to reboot it. Yeah, well, I mean, I get that part. Like, that, like there's a reason why they're doing it, but, like, I almost just feel like – not say I'm not saying that you're going to keep continuing the story. I just think just the mm-hmm. idea of just being like, no, this is just fucking how it ends, and uh, we we will rebuild. Like almost if it left off mm-hmm. like on that, I guess that kind of leaves it open to like people expect an ending. I think by hitting the reset button, you instantly just say like, yeah, we're just re fucking starting it, get fucking over it. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I still think there'd be something kind of cool to say about like, you know, let's just go on because I think you could just write all kinds of cool stories, even if you. I mean, I know they're not continuing, but if even if you want to. You could write them, like, with, like, it doesn't have to be, like, a dystopian future. It's just a future where, like, shit happened at one point, and we're still, mm-hmm. you know, trekking on, you know? And I, I don't know. I, sometimes I feel it sounds weird, but there's always that thing where, like, I think when you have too many of these movies that have, like, the, like, it can all be done with magic and time travel and all that kind of stuff. And sometimes it gets to the point where it's, like, maybe at some point you need to teach the fucking kids that, you know what, Billy? Shit fucking happens, and, uh... <laughs> Just because you go back and save one John Connor doesn't mean it's going to fucking happen. Maybe you should just fucking fight the Terminators today and stop trying to find out how to fucking re like write history. Because sometimes it's the only thing about time travel movies. It's like it feels like they're focused so much more on trying to like go back and fix things instead of just being like, how about you just fix a problem today? I still have not seen the new Terminator just because I hear – I mean, that's not the only reason. But I'm just like, wait, they killed John Connor in the first ten minutes or whatever? And I'm like, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> it's one of those things. It's just fucking stupid. I don't know. I, I'll see it eventually. I'll watch yeah. it. But and then I. But it's still good. But it's definitely. It's like one of those things. I think that's the downfall. Of, every Terminator movie past has always been like that kind of like thing. Like 
they're two steps forward, one step back, almost kind of, or maybe it's almost even the other way around. It's one step forward, two steps back. You know, I just, I, yeah. And I'm not looking to start a whole other like yeah segment. I'm just the whole thing. I just move forward. I, I you still have some time travel shit in there, but just the whole thing of it like. We always got to stop the war. We're always trying to prevent the war. Like, clearly the war is going to fucking happen one way or the other because you guys keep on – these things keep on sending shit back to kill you over and over and over. And then like the one movie where they do go back where they are in the future, they just – that's no longer part of it for some reason. They just keep on rebooting it constantly. Like every movie is a new reboot to this point. It's just getting to the point where some of them are good, some of them aren't. And it just, but it's getting ridiculous to the point of like, all right, this is going on too fucking long. Just, just – move it forward into the future rather than this constant reboot thing i know but the thing is with this with a uh, with justice league it's not so much like it's, it's a bunch of characters it's a bunch of different stories so that one i think that you probably could just do a reboot because eventually it's gonna come so filled up with everything and I don't think they they're, they're it's become like eventually the Marvel movies are gonna become so filled up with everything they're just gonna have to come up with some reason to reboot it. It's just not gonna end. Well, yeah, no, no, I, like yeah, production wise, I get that, I get that totally. I'm just saying, solid singular story wise, mm-hmm. I think it would be kind of cool just to say, hey, because I mean, like that that is really I know that like Terminator is kind of a, a side spin off, but I think the down that, like what kind of has been the sort of almost kind of like the bummer of that series is they. Somebody like it's like a producer comes in and goes like, "Well, it's Terminator, so you have to have time travel, and you have to have a cat and mouse chase." And I almost just feel fuck those two things. That's not that. That's just a part of Terminator, but that isn't exactly Terminator. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you could take that out of the equation and have a completely fine Terminator movie, and that'd be fine. You know? And I just think I just think more it's just the thing. It's just like I don't know what it is. I just I think I, I'm getting tired of part of like movies where it's just like. The, the fixed things we're just gonna re, re like restart time. I just I, I almost feel yeah. like I don't know. I, I I feel like that's almost like not really the greatest life lesson is like in a sense. And it sounds weird to, to have like a moral at the end of the day, but like I am one of those kind of people. Like that's why I've always liked something like South Park. Because South Park, though, even though it might have weird fucking shit and so on, there's always like almost like a moral. Like there's a take home message. And I mm-hmm. always feel like sometimes like with, like with time travel and so on, is I feel like it's just a kind of a bad take home message where it's almost sort of like. Maybe you should instead, like, shit does happen, you know what I mean? And maybe you just gotta fucking find a way around it. And just because fucking half your molten lava's sitting on fucking Oa right now, well, maybe you should either go and go get that or go find a new planet, you know what I mean? I hear uh, Apocalypse is kind of nice once they're all gone. <laughs> or what's that planet well, next to Apocalypse? Um, well, the New Gods planet or whatever. Yeah, I guess that probably got sucked in there, too. Which, I'll say this, I actually didn't watch the, um, on this, I didn't watch the, um... I didn't have a chance to watch the Adam Strange short. Oh, so, dude, it's fucking good. I mean, I'm like, I don't know a whole lot about Adam Strange, but, dude, those shorts, they've been fucking killing it at it and whatnot. I need to watch that one still. I have one Adam Strange comic from the 90s where it's at that point where it's like, you know this happy-go-lucky character? <laughs> it's super dark. Yeah, at well, some point, yeah, yeah, it's it's like very because it's like bring because he's a guy of two worlds, so it suddenly brought in the idea of like this world. He's just this guy over here. This world, he's like a superhero. He's like the greatest superhero, and then it brings in this whole thing of like, what if like he was cheating on his wife over here, and what would happen to his life over there? And what if they found out, and would it and would it like lead to war? You know, one of those things is actually starting to question that stuff for the first time. And Tom King is writing one where it's like apparent it's out of continuity but tom king is writing one where it's almost kind of like um kind of one planet he's viewed at as a hero that one loves 
another planet, he's viewed as this tyrant. And it's like, what? what's true? Like, the, the story behind him? Or did he actually do all this shit? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, th- yeah, th- this little short, it's like almost like, it's like a Bruce Springsteen song of, like, fucking Ab Strange, where, like, you know, he, yeah, he is, like, on that, you know, planet fucking saving the day, and then shit fucking goes awry, and he gets teleported off to, like, this far distant planet where it's like, boy, if you're gonna stay here, you better get, pick up a drill and start mining. And so, as he's mining, he's like, I can figure out the fucking equation. I can get it down. And then it's just like, he never can get it, never can get it. And then it turns into fucking, like, Starship Troopers, but I'll just leave it at that. It's pretty fucking badass and brutal and violent. I've checked that one out because yeah, they're really trying to push the new Adam Strange series that's coming out. So, and apparently, Mister Terrific plays a big part in that. He's almost doing like it's almost kind of like he's like doing investigation, like war investigation. Well, I think the kind of cool thing is just by having those little shorts. It's like they're almost able to take these characters that you probably couldn't make a full length movie of. Just saying, like I just feel like your selling value is not going to be. I mean, shit, they made a Vixen movie though, so I guess you could make almost anything by that point. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think about that character. Like, talk about a character that probably nobody knows who the fuck that is. Just saying. I mean, it's a cool character, but, like, I thought that was such a weird one that they were like, you made a Vixen one? I mean, like, it's a good movie and all, but, like, go, go That big. was, like, yeah, that was, I'm surprised they did that, but that was supposed to be, like, a, a sell. Like, the Vixen one, the, uh, was it Nova or someone else? Or not Nova. Nova. Oh, Nova. Um, there was, like, uh, the, the gay character Ray, one. Ray, Ray. Yeah, gay Ray. Like Ray. There's Ray. There's Vixen, and maybe there's another one. Maybe Constantine. Those are all part of like this mini series, animated mini series thing on up for CW's website, and they just threw them all together as one movie. And then I guess they're all going to take place in the CW universe. But I want to say the Constantine one can very much take place in the main animated universe, or the 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 the, the PG thirteen animated universe. Well, that's the other ones were like. I mean, they're on the same. They're in like the Arrow and Flashverse, but they're all like the same animation and DC. Same style and all that, yeah. Yeah, where I feel like the I think the Constantine ones, like those ones, like it just had Constantine in it, but I don't think it was necessarily like supposed to be like. It's they're con- selling it as yeah, they're selling the CW thing. Where they're just like, well, how would we just sell it there? But people really know. People who like the show get it. Yeah, exactly. One of those kind of things. But um, what do you think about that new Superman one coming out though? Like the um, Superman, um, the, the Man of Tomorrow, um, or whatever. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I know it's another Superman origin story, but it looks like it's still being true to Superman. And uh, Parasite's a character I always thought was kind of cool. So, I mean, there's never really anything too deep to him, but I always thought he was an interesting, cool-looking character. So, And, um, you know, it looks like they're trying to put a different spin on the whole um, Superman origin thing, but without it being too, like... Without it doing, like, retreading too much ground, but still staying true to the character true to the character yeah i think it's cool to bring it in martian manhunter because that actually happened in one of the books where he was helping oversee him as a kid and kind of helped guide him depending on which version because you know it's one of those things like i kind of have this is gonna sound weird for a second like a little off topic i have like my section of my comic book shelf i have superman and like the end of the batman section there's kind of like okay alternate versions of batman you know like dark knight returns um uh 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 Gotham by Gaslight, you know, parallel alternate reality stories kind of at the end of the timeline. Mm -hmm. Superman, it's almost kind of like, okay, there's maybe two or three of those at the end of the main continuity, but then there's like a big chunk of just retellings of his origin. (laughs) You know what I mean? There's so many of those. And 
I'll say that even though that's a bit overdone, this one still looks good. The animation style looks interesting because it looks like if you just freeze it, it looks like a panel out of a comic book. It's not like to the level of, of Spider-Verse, but it looks very much like the lines are a lot thicker. Animation looks kind of different, you know? Yeah, I was saying, that was like the thing I liked a lot about. Like the animation looked really cool in there and so on. And I think this, once again, this is a nice thing that they kind of can break away from like the, in a sense, like, the DCU kind of when they're doing the extended universe or the continuing movies, like, I mean, that's cool and all, but I think the downfall of that though, is it does kind of pigeonhole you into a certain style. That's why Wonder Woman had that goofy kind of look for a while, which is like, it was fine for a moment, like a variant costume, but then it's after a while, it's like, come on, let's, let's get a regular, you know, outfit on. And that took like almost 10 years for that to happen. But like, mm -hmm. I think now it's like, once one's like, Hey, we can do whatever the fuck we want. We can choose a new cool style. We can, you know, have a different sort of take on it. And I don't know if this is supposed to be, like, connected, like, hey, maybe this is the start of our new one. Or I know that they did say they were just going to kind of stick to maybe doing solo works for a bit. Mm hmm So hopefully that's kind of how it is. It's weird. I know I have that book, like, the Superman, the Man of Tomorrow or whatever. I could not. It's like, once I started thinking, I'm like, God, I could not even tell you what that fucking book was about. I know I have it, though. I don't think it's solely inspired off of Man of Tomorrow. I think I don't think so either. Because there's too many things going on this trailer that I was like, what? I don't remember that at all. Like, fucking Lobo's in it, too? <laughs> I never read Man of Tomorrow. It's definitely pulling from uh, Superman American Alien by Max Landis. And I said this before, Max Landis is a douchebag, but that um, American Alien story is really good. Mm -hmm. And basically, it's a, it's a six-issue story where each issue is a certain point in his life not to, like, before he was Superman. There's a few before he was Superman than to where he's becoming Superman. But, like, issue three or four, he's Superman. Mm -hmm. And um, each one's a different art style. And the last one, it's him fighting Lobo. Because it's, like, this is, like, this is a day... This is, like, a very, you know... This is a point in his life when he was young and he was all wondering what his life was going to be. And it's kind of heartfelt. You know, this is one where... He was kind of angsty, and he's a teenager, and it's kind of sad. This one is kind of funny. This one's kind of like an Aaron Sorkin movie. This one's like a big Hollywood blockbuster. This one's like super violent and over the top, and that's like the Lobo one. So I think that they're going to, you know, looks like they're just cherry-picking from a bunch of different origin stories and making a new one. Yeah, no, no, this one actually looks really sweet, and the fact that I don't think Lobo's even been in any of these DCU movies yet, too. Uh, the closest thing you get is Young Justice. He, he hasn't been in any of the actual any of these ones actually. Yeah, well, he's also in by that standard. He's in the Superman the Animated Series, but yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking of the more recent stuff, but yeah, yeah. So it's like I don't know. I think it'll be kind of cool just to kind of break from this mold. It's kind of almost like it's the same way I sort of felt feel about like kind of like the Avengers movies. Sometimes I feel like they get kind of pigeonholed. Like it would be kind of nice if they could actually make Marvel movies that were sort of like separate in a sense, like be like, Hey, here's a fucking Wolverine story. Does it tie to anything? Or, you know, I know that Wolverine's a little bit different or like, Hey, here's a fucking Captain America story. Does it tie to any of these ones? No, it's fucking it's just different. You know what I mean? Get used to I could see them playing around. He's throwing I a see... fucking shield. What, what more do you want? I can see them playing around with that as, in time, as time goes on. Cause people are getting used to the idea of like seeing Ant-Man and then like, Oh, there's Falcon. That's not a big deal. You know what I mean? So, yeah, well, I think maybe once they get kind of... Because I know Marvel is always really stuck real hardcore to their, like, everything's linked together kind of thing, where DCs are kind of like, eh, hey, it's a fucking different story. Well, mm -hmm. some things are together, some things aren't. Our audience isn't fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, like, Marvel just, like, sometimes I feel has this thing, like, well, God, like, mom and pop in Oklahoma, if you told them that this fucking Captain America was an alternate reality story, like, their minds might just explode all over their farm. I mean, like... 
<laughs> well, if that happens, hope tell them to get that on film because that sounds kind of interesting. <laughs> There'll be like the people or, that fucking walked out of like I remember like like when seeing the first Captain America. There's just like this old couple walked out and it's just all my was like I was there with the captain. This ain't how it fucking went. <laughs> Let's get out of here, Maurice. <laughs> this is some Hollywood liberal bullshit. <laughs> yeah, the captain I knew, boy, was he a racist? <laughs> <laughs> it was the forties. Get over it. We're not talking to you, sir. Yeah, well, I'm talking to you, you fucking asshole. I was like, oh, just keep going. Movie's still playing. Stop talking. Like, what if he's just saying that just like 10 minutes into the movie? He's like, I just want to help. He's like, oh, that's a bunch of fucking horse shit. He just wanted to kill. Like me. <laughs> and fuck. Like me. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, the, these DCU movies are fucking great. Like, um, the new Justice League one, I've. I dug it. It was, it was a very solid one. Yeah. Maybe not like top tier, but like really nothing you can complain about. Like the whole way through, you're just having a party. You know what I mean? Yeah. D- despite a couple of my complaints, I still liked it. I thought it was still really good. And yeah, nothing to bring it down. It's kind of interesting. But seeing, I don't want to go on a whole other tangent here, but I've been seeing a lot of ratings of it. Like, we give it eight out of ten. And it's just like, are, are you eight out of ten seems excessive? Are, are, are you going to watch anything under a five? You know, so it's one of those things. It's like on a three out of four, it's probably three, three and a half, you know. So yeah. it's like I, I, I thought it was a really good movie. If you like DC and you like um, where these anime movies are going, this is definitely a good one, too. It's not as strong of an ending as I hoped for, but still a really good movie. Yeah, that's how it kind of feels. Like, it's it's still really good. It, like, it, yeah, probably could have had a little bit more, like, pizzazz for, like, fucking maybe an ending, but... At the end of the day, there's still some neat ideas that came out of it that I would have never thought, like just like the Superman fucking Trigon combination. That was mm-hmm. totally badass. You know, just the oddball teams. Swamp yeah, the oddball teams. And the, f- the fact that, like, when you really think about the end of the day, John Constantine's the main character of this whole thing. Like, that's that seems like such like an like an odd choice, being like, "Hey, how are you going to end this Justice League arc?" Uh, well, John Constantine's going to be the star, and. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that in itself is already... I, I love the fact that they went really balls with it. That's where I almost have to give it, like... That's why I almost, like, yeah, I, I would give it, like, a high bar rating for the fact it's just, like, dude, they, they go balls with it. They don't play it real safe, other than maybe the turn-back-time moment. But beyond that, like, everything else about it, it's like, boom. You're there. Mm-hmm. you got these cool characters. It, you know, you're using different things. And, yeah, you mix-match the Suicide Squad, the Teen Titans, the Justice League, the Bat Crew, and what have you. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, beyond that, um, all kinds of more fun stuff to look out for. But, uh, yeah, go check out oldmanorange.com for more podcasts, comics, animations, all that fun stuff. I'm Spencer Scott Holmes. And I'm Ryan Dunnigan. See you some other time. Later, folks. Thanks again for listening to the Old Man Orange Podcast. Sure, check out oldmanorange.com for more podcasts, cartoons, music, animation, and a whole lot more. We also have the Old Man Orange blog going with all kinds of fun stuff. If you easily want to support the show, use one of our Amazon links either on the website or in the description of the podcast below. Rate, review, and subscribe to the show either on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, Newgrounds, or anywhere else that you seem to get this podcast from. Grab the sitcom-styled comic book Pizza Boys on either Comic Central, Comixology, or Amazon. Want more podcasts? Check out the Indie Comics Club over at Comic Central. I also got a workout website called Thor's Hidden Gym. Filled with fitness tips and tricks, videos, and a whole lot more fun stuff in the calisthenics world. Talk to us on Twitter, at Spencer S. Holmes and Dunnigan Ryan. Like our Facebook pages of Old Man Orange Productions 
and Pizza Boys comic. Thanks again. We're out of here.